Is any of this true? What did I say in my opening? So I said this. Things may not be exactly. True. Take it. Do you limitations? Take it right. for what it's worth and what you feel is truthful. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the For the Boys podcast. This one is a little bit of a different one. Uh, Nick, for one, co-hosts most of the episode where we talk to our two very special guests today. Uh, one of them, you know, is good old Jeremy Goldstein, one of our best friends here in Ithaca. And another one is an invented character, I guess you could say, uh, properly named Fried Chicken. Um, that was who was talking in the promo. Uh, listen, I think it's going to be a great episode. Just stick around. And you know what? Just have a great time. Just listen to some mindless entertainment. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the For the Boys podcast. I'm your host, Noah Scott, and today's going to be a very interesting episode. We have two guests coming on. One is a guy that has the uh, code name Fried Chicken. He'll be on later. And um, right now, we have one of uh, you know my best buds here at Ithaca College, Jeremy Goldstein. How are you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing all right. Thank you for having me on. No, I really appreciate the invite. I did listen to some previous episodes in research for what I'm going to have to experience on this podcast. So I, I think I'm ready for the tough questions that are about to come my way. Okay. Um, I don't know what questions you think are going to be coming your way. <laughs> this is Jeremy's. I had a lot of shade thrown at me by my roommate, Max Finkelstein, the other week. So Do you, do you have anything to say to Max, uh, our guest last week, before we start? I, I just need to clear the air. Max is one of the worst Madden players I've ever experienced. And – Nobody should ever give in to what he has to say about his skills. They're they're awful. Just had to clear the air on that. And now now I'm ready. Back to the back to your regu- regularly scheduled programming. So wait, no, we're not going back to that. That that's in fighting words, Jeremy. You know, Max says he's one of the best in the world. You say he's not. Do you have any proof of this? Yeah, I, I mean he's probably when he's played everybody from our floor and failure last year. Out of like a hundred matches, Max is probably maybe three for three and ninety-seven in terms of win and loss record. What? <laughs> is that is that Max behind you? Yeah, he, he wasn't too fond of it, but he knows it's true. He knows he's bad at Madden and he knows he's not getting better anytime soon. Are so you me? So All right, well uh we'll, <laughs> he said we'll, it's ridiculous. we'll leave this subject in the past before uh, you know Max starts to cry. <laughs> he laughs. So, um, Jeremy. I recently, me and my roommate recently came back to Ithaca College to live yes. on campus. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Nick says he's still at home. Um, what, no. do you, what, do you, what did you expect when you first came back to campus? And how so, was it actually? So I, I had this talk with a lot of people before I came onto campus. So I, I appreciate you bringing that up. And a lot of people were hesitant to come back because of the restrictions. And my perspective on it was, look, we'll make the most out of it. And it's better than being home for another six months. I had to have a change of scenery and get back to somewhat normal living. I did expect there to be restrictions, but I'm that, with that being said, I'm still a little upset with some things, some things that are implemented. I don't like that being in somebody's room is like a major sin and can get you fined. I don't like that the dining hall lines are hours long if you go at the wrong time. I, I think there's – I'll give them the benefit of the doubt by saying, look, it's definitely a new – system they have to get accustomed to but they need to figure it out if they want students to be happy while being adapted can i interject yeah, of course nick lebron off of what jeremy said i think students will start going home if they don't change certain things and i'm not I even kidding about that he's not I think wrong. The campus will depopulate 
I think people will go home. I don't like if people have, are not going to have any social life here. I don't think anybody's going to stay. Do you have anything to respond to that, Jeremy? No, Nick makes up a, makes a great point. I mean, people. I understand as, as somebody who's an advocate for COVID responsibility. I think it's important that the, that the school does their job in protecting their students. But when the the rules don't align and don't make sense, not just to me, but to the majority of the population here at Ithaca College, there needs to be changes, or else they're going to lose out on money, and people are going to leave, and it's going to become a ghost town once again. Nick, Nick's Nick's right. I, I agree. You know what? I completely agree with you both. I do think that things will start to move and like there will be changes in the rulings because, you know, this is the first week where a good percentage of the population of Ithaca College are back. I do think that it will change. They might be a little more lenient if cases are going down, like in the state of New York, they are going down. They are. Yeah, we were finally under 5% positivity rate the other day or yesterday and hospitalizations have been going down little by little, which is what you want to look at. So Hopefully that stays the course, but who knows? However, I do want to mention to anyone out there that's complaining about living on Ithaca College and uh, saying that they can't do anything social. What the fuck do you think was going to happen? We're living in, in the middle of a pandemic. You thought you were going to go to Mooney's and drink and fucking smoke? You're and, a moron. And even go so, home. and even so, I hate, to, college. I hate to be this guy, but I, I but like even so, why? Like I understand you want to have fun, but you also don't want to get sick or get other people sick. Like I think it's just. A conscience thing for me. I don't want to be responsible for somebody being in the ICU. It's just, come on. It's just what we're living in right now. It sucks, but we got to just deal with it. Did you have something to say, Nicholas? Um, what's it called? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. The only reason I say that is because we've been checking Twitter and people are complaining about like no, how there's nothing to do. Like, what like, the fuck? What, what did you, what did you expect? I found myself being a little more bored in the last semester. I do say that, but I don't think there's anything to do with COVID. It's just me having, I just have no patience for anything. But I don't think people are like, I don't think people are mainly upset. Like you can't go off campus and like party and stuff. I just think people think a lot of the restrictions contradict themselves here. Like totally contradict themselves that they make no sense. Yeah. Like you could eat in the pub with your mask off with a bunch of tables that are still yeah, close Yeah, for together. like an hour. But, you but can't... I can't sit in my friend's room as in the same residence hall as me. Or why can I sit in the lounge with those same people? Especially, especially since we use the same bathroom. Like if, if somebody on our floor gets COVID and we all go to the same bathroom and use it, and it takes them a couple of days to get diagnosed, then we're all going to get sick. So it's it, just, it doesn't make sense. Yes. It, it really doesn't. Like the, the rules totally contradict themselves. And if we're all in the same residence hall, I don't see why we can't hang out in somebody's room. Like yeah. Max, cap, especially in Boothroyd, the rooms are bigger. Like, cap it at six, and so you can't have more people in that. If you can space six people out in the, in the lounge that's the same size as my room, then you can space people out in my room. I agree. What do you have to say to that, Jeremy? Nick's hitting all the points on the head here. I, I, I think I, I want to give the college the benefit of the doubt because, again, they're just trying to figure everything out and how they're going to go about everything. Because obviously, again, this is very new. We haven't, we haven't really had these rules before. But I think sooner rather than later, there needs to be a meeting of sorts where they say, look, this is going on right now. And I believe this change needs to be made. Again, I'm no expert in terms of how to implement ruling. Because, again, I'm not really a leader in, in, that, in that sort. I'm not. I'm a student. But there definitely needs to be change made if you want to keep your students satisfied or make them satisfied. You know what, Jeremy? I completely agree with everything you're saying. You know, we butt heads a lot. But when it comes to administration here at Ithaca, I fully thought when coming back to campus, they're going to put all these rules restricting stuff in the beginning. 
So they're easier to take away than put back into place. Yeah, you know my, what I mean? My friends it's easier to have a campus that's under lockdown in the beginning and take away those lockdown walls, if you will, than have a campus that's a little more freer and then put those rules in into place. Yeah, I have a friend at Middlebury. Who, I, I don't think that uh, that's the way it's happening yeah, right now. I, I think they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I have a friend at Middlebury who – the school is smaller, but it's, it's similar to Ithaca in a way. They started off, like, with restrictions similar, but after every couple of weeks when the cases were down, they, they, let it, they let everything go. And then it got to the point where they were allowed to have four people just in a room doing whatever. So – it's it, you, it. I think as long as we're responsible, like it, I understand we're, we're we're fed up with the school right now. But if we're responsible and we show them that we can be safe, then they'll then they'll understand that and hopefully reduce the the rule the rules. That, that's all I you have know to what? say. Just be responsible. I, and- I completely agree with you. A lot of these things go back to the person that you are, at you know, and you need to realize that you can't be going to other people's apartments. Five five different rooms in a night, drinking and doing whatever you want. It's not safe. No. But if you're living with people on campus, if you're in the same building and you're going to get your meals with them, you're hanging out with them in the lounges. You should be able to hang out with them in a more privatized area. It's different if you're going from place to place drinking to you know just seeing people on the regular. Yeah, for sure. I I totally agree with you. You know, let's let's change topics up a little bit because we. We've had Ithaca on our minds since we've been back, and we wanted to complain a little bit. Why are you a Devils fan? Uh, I, I get asked this question so many times because, again, obviously, I live in New York. I'm a diehard Yankees, Giants, and Knicks fan. But when I was introduced to hockey, I, I, the Knicks play on a channel called MSG, just like the, the Devils, the Rangers, the Islanders, and the Sabres. They all play on MSG. And – the Knicks play on MSG as well. So I was tuning to the channel for a Knicks game. But for some reason, the Devils-Islanders game was on that channel. And as soon as I turned to the channel, the Devils were scoring an empty net goal. It was Travis Zajac. He scored an empty net goal. And be, I, I had that in mind for some reason. Then the next day at school, or the next year, actually, I was introduced to my – I made a, one of my friends who's my best friend today for uh, 10 years. And he asked – he tried to get me into hockey – and then he asked me who my favorite team was, and I'm like, oh. And the, the Devils were, like, the only team I kind of knew. And I'm like, oh, I'm a Devils fan. And then he got upset because he's a Ranger fan, and I've just stuck with it ever since. But if I had to redo things, my dad's an Islanders fan, so I, I wouldn't be a Ranger fan. I would be an Islanders fan if I, if I, if I knew better. But I'm, I'm going to be loyal to New Jersey and the Devils, and that's the way it's going to be. You know, I feel like you're the only person that's ever said the statement. I will be loyal to New Jersey. I, I look. I'm a New York. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New York resident at heart. Like it is what it is. But it's just one of those weird stories you have from when you were younger, and that's a picture team. But you know, I, 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 it is what it is, right? You know what? I will sadly respect your story. I originally thought you were just. A I could. I could just say, why are you not an Islanders fan? Because you're from Long Island, where the Islanders literally play. So. You know what? That's a good question to ask. I just fucking hate the Islanders. Uh, <laughs> I just hate the Rangers. No, no, so. no, 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 no. <laughs> I just originally thought that you chose to be an Islanders. Oh, sorry, a Devils fan because everyone else was, you know, an Islanders, Sabers, or Rangers fan, and you just wanted to, you know, go against the grain. But you know, you have a story behind it. No, I, I, I'm I'm never gonna like somebody based off of hatred for somebody else. If you know, if, originally, if you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're also a diehard. You said you were a diehard. You're a Yankees fan. You're a Knicks fan. You're a Giants fan. 
How do you feel uh, the Knicks are doing this year? So the Knicks just actually lost an hour ago. Uh, they're nine. They're nine and twelve now. To the Clippers, the Clippers were one of the best teams in the league, and the Knicks kept it close for the majority of the game. After years of suffering, uh, I think the young core is finally developing to something respectable, and hopefully, maybe they're 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 going to be a brink playoff team this year. They might make it. They might not. Probably more favored towards not. But I like where they're going for the first time in five seasons. I do agree. I think the Knicks make the playoffs. You, Nick, uh, sorry. Nick said that he thinks the Knicks will make well, the playoffs. Well, look, if, if you consider, like, making the 10th seed the playoffs, because you, if you're the 10th seed, you get a play-in game, then... I think the, I think the Knicks can be the 8th or the 7th seed in the East. They could. It, it, they have to. But it comes down to beating the teams that can be beaten, like the Bulls I, and the... Well, yeah. I think a big tell would be next week, the next game, when they play the Bulls. They play two, two against the Bulls next week. So those two, they got to win. I think if you win those two games, you're looking at the Knicks can be a low playoff seed. Do I think they make it past the first round? No, you're going to run into the Bucks or the 76ers immediately. But I, I, yeah, I, I agree. But personally, I think it's really good for the organization if they get these young guys' experience with the Knicks in the playoffs, which will help oh, them. Oh, it'd be, it'd be great if the Knicks make the playoffs. It'll help them. It'll, the first time in 2012. It'll, it'll, help them, it'll help them realize, look, I love being in a Knicks uniform on the playoff stage, and I want to be here for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree. Now you see, I stopped talking because I don't follow basketball. <laughs> <laughs> what are um, the COVID restrictions happening with the uh, with the NBA? Are they going back into a bubble? They're not right in the bubble right now. So they're they are traveling. They're trying to reduce it as much as possible based with with, with the scheduling. Not as much as hockey, but yeah, there are strict rules. Like when you're you're when you're at home. You really can't leave your house when you're on the road. You will be fined and suspended if you leave your hotel. So they're they're doing their best to make sure players don't get COVID. There have been a couple cases or or a couple outbreaks, excuse me, with the Wizards and the Grizzlies. The Wizards just got back. The Grizzlies are still figuring it out. But uh, it hasn't been as bad as expected. I think uh, at this point, look, Noah, we're almost a year into this pandemic. People really understand what they have to do and not to do. It's just a matter of how responsible and mature are these guys internally. Do you consider them to be responsible with how the season is uh, playing? Most, most, people, most of them, yes. But uh, I think a lot of the time when somebody gets sick, we don't necessarily know what they did because, again, they're, they're not me. I don't know what, what they choose to do with their life. But I, I, I think a lot of these guys understand that they want to play the game of basketball, and if they want to do so consistently, they have to follow the rules and regulations. Now, you are a man, and I feel like this is very – easy to say that love sports what made you become so fond of the sports i mean you're going into sports as a career path we mm-hmm. talk about them quite frankly non-stop like what made you get so far into like the player side and the analysis side of the world of sports i i think so when this is gonna be a little deep here when i was in elementary school right i i mean my first passion that i remember like truly besides like all, all the toddler stuff the first thing I truly got into was Pokemon, like in first and second grade. And mm-hmm. obviously Pokemon's cool and all, but it's not necessarily something realistic. But in kindergarten, like I started in kindergarten, I started playing rec baseball and I played rec baseball for seven to eight years. And starting around second and third grade, I got to go to my first baseball game. It was a Yankees Mets game in 2008. And immediately the Yankees lost. And my dad, who's a Mets fan, got me told, gave me a Mets hat to bring to my first day of summer camp 
uh, in my, again, my early elementary school years. And I was, I, I would tell my camp friends I'm a Mets fan and I'd go around, but eventually my young, naive, ignorant self got bullied by my friends pretty much into becoming a Yankees fan because they were better than the Mets. And my best friend at the time, who I'm nowhere remotely close with now, I don't even know where he is right now. He, he gave me a Yankees hat for my birthday, I think, one day, because my birthday's in the summer. And I told my dad I wanted to wear that hat and not his Mets hat, and I've been a Yankee fan ever since. And I just love sports because I think it provides you with a way to interact with people. It gives you something to do with somebody when you're watching the game together or going to a game together. I th- it, it, it creates conversation amongst the, amongst the boys especially, and – I think it's something I've I've just been into nonstop consistently. Was baseball the sport that like gradually made you become interested in like the NBA, the NHL and stuff? Yeah, I, I, for sure. Like I said, when I was in young elementary school, it was Pokemon and baseball, right? And when I wasn't playing Pokemon on my DS at night under the covers, it was I was I was playing baseball whether it was a couch with my dad in the backyard or watching a Yankee game on TV, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I once that happened, I mean, I, I think my dad was, I think he he loves watching football, and I he he wasn't he didn't he, he that's something he started to do more as he got older, and he didn't really have a allegiance or a favorite team at the time, and I just chose the Giants because they were on the channel, they were on Fox, and I think when the Yankees play on prime time, they usually play on Fox, and I saw that the Giants were going to be playing there the next night. And so I decided I wanted to record the game because I had a very early bedtime when I was younger, so I wasn't really allowed to stay up and watch games. I would always wa- wake up at like 6.30 in the morning and watch the Yankees because I wasn't allowed to stay up late. But, yeah, I ended up recording the Giants game one night, and I ended up liking them. And it, it just became a, 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 a butterfly effect. You kept – I don't know if that's the terminology you use for it, but like a cause and effect situation. Uh, your friends who like sports, they get you into these sports. Sorry I went off on like a tangent there, but – yeah, it, you're definitely correct with your with your question. No, that was completely the reason I asked the question. I wanted to know. Yeah. I wanted to hear the tangent. I wanted to hear, <laughs> you know, what you thought of it all. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to talk about specifically here on, you know, the most listened to podcast in the world for the boys? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I appreciate you coming, bringing me on here and just giving me an area that is expressed by interests and desires. And, you know, I, I do want to talk about one thing, actually, right? I know I make I make, I get made fun of it made fun of this a lot, but I truly have a passion for the rapper and song artist NF, right? I, I, I get I get asked I asked to listen to NF, and you're always like, no, he's garbage. Oh my god, whatever. Look, this guy. Oh, I'll, I'll get a little deep here. Like my my junior senior years of high school, I'm not going to get into the experience of why it's a little personal, but I really didn't have the greatest years personally. Mm-hmm. mentally or whatever whatever we like to call it like and obviously i think yeah well for one mental illness we all have to i think it's a very important issue if you don't talk about it. like obviously my, my my case of that was never like nowhere near severe as a lot of other people's but it was i i had i had some some rough years in my later years of high school but uh i think nf is somebody who with his music sort of helped me um like inspirationally with and with confidence and stuff like that and i think just well, you may not like his music, like and his, his his words provide inspiration for me, and I think people need to understand that. I wanted to say that on on, on the pod. I res- I respect that, Jeremy. You know, as a guy who never listened to NF, and just because you like him, will never. Uh, I you know, I respect how open you are about everything you talk about. 
you might not say you are, but I consider you to be a very confident man, you know? I respect that. Thank you. I, I, I respect that, you know, you're very opinionated about the things you want to talk about. And you're very, um, you're very confident in the things that you know. And I think that's a very admirable thing about you, Jeremy. No, I really do appreciate that. Thank you for the kind words. Of course, of course. You know, we're going to uh, kick it to a second segment that, uh, you know, Nick, the roommate, uh, co-hosts. Because, you know, we think it's very funny. Jeremy, do you have any final things, any plugs you want to say on this, you know, very famous podcast? Um, be sponsored by Texas Roadhouse and Bang Energy Drink. I do run a podcast. Oh, no, first, go follow my Twitter at JNGHD, and the rest will come from there. Say that one more time. Follow my Twitter, because all my plugs go on there. At, at JNGHD. It's five letters. JNG, my initials, Jeremy Noah Goldstein. And then HD, because when I was younger, I thought putting HD at the end of my initials was cool. So JNGHD, <laughs> go follow the Twitter, and everything will come from there. Awesome. Anything else you want to say, Jeremy? Nope. Just have a nice day and stay safe. Thank you, Jeremy. All right. In this next uh, clip, you're going to hear me and uh, Nick Lebrano talk to a very uh, interesting person. Wouldn't you say so, Nick? Yes, sir. Um, his name, uh, he didn't want to say what his name was, but he wants to talk about the stories of his uh, younger years. Uh, we'll now listen to the man known as Fried Chicken. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, stick around. Is any of this true? What did I say in my opening? So. I said this. Things may not be exactly. Clear. Take it. Do you exactly the limitations? Take it right. for what it's worth and what you feel is truthful. How was your high school experience, SC? I don't know why we skipped all the years in junior high because some of those were very enlightening themselves. Did you want to go into junior high? Junior high circa 1973, 1972, 74. I lived in, uh, I can't reveal the town, but I can say it was New York State. Next to the where we lived, there was an old farm. Uh, can't, oh, I'm not going to give the name. Where we spent many a time just digging a hole, like that movie Holes, and living... Oh, I, I, know, I know the story. Okay, keep going. And living, we must, about 10 of us dug for two or three months. We dug a hole so big we could live in it. They were building homes around us. Therefore, we had all the uh, wood and supplies we need to make this home rather elaborate. We hooked up to a neighbor's electrical system through a, an extension cord, even using their phone, calling all kinds of people throughout the world. And when they got on the phone, we'd be like, hey, what are you doing on our phone line? Well, what happened in this hole? What um, Did you have any furniture? Yes, we stole all the furniture from the outside people's backyard patio furniture and put it in our hole. We live very large for 12 and 13-year-olds. You're only 12 and 13? With yes, family? it was junior high. Uh, high school, we did much better things. Um, like made, what, what better things in high school did you do? Well, I don't know if I can get into all of this, but let's just, here's one story that no one knows of. Let's say we lived behind a high school and we used to hang out in the corner of the back of the high school day in and day night because there was nothing else to do back then except drink and hang out and smoke in the high school. Let's say we had a Spanish teacher who was a real piece of work. So let's say you deserved a solid C minus and she would give you a D. Well, therefore... We would climb up the telephone pole and cut her electricity. No electricity for you. Did she ever find out? She knew it was us, but what could she say? She didn't. No one would believe her. So we were like laughing. 
Every night, we'd cut our electricity off. What extracurriculars did you do in high school? Uh, well, back in the back, oh, we jumped to high school. Okay, there was a pro. There was a back that we're talking 1976, 1977. There was the advent of uh, television studios, but they didn't even have back then even VCRs. So everything was on two inch tape. And every morning they had a program that would give you the goings on of the day. It would be broadcast. Our school system had three or four high schools together. So it would be broadcast to the other three or four high schools. And then sometimes a teacher or a principal would make the final statement and you were allowed to play a record after that. I decided after the, the principal said whatever he was saying to play Lou Reed, uh, geez, I don't remember the name of the song, Heroin, where he said, and you can all go take a fucking walk. Well, I had to take a walk out of the studio forever because they banned me from coming back. So let's get this straight. After your principal uh, spoke, you told him to go fuck himself, basically. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. Do you have any questions, Nicholas? It's pretty straightforward, right? Yes. Uh, and then I was not allowed in. It was, the program was called Alert. It was not allowed in the television studio anymore. Uh, but I could still go down. Oh, I wasn't allowed in for the program, but I was still allowed in the television studio because uh, it, was, it was in the basement and the building and that room was air conditioned because of the, you know, electrical and television equipment. So I would just stay down there all day in the air conditioning. So you want to go? No, nah, what for? They, they didn't teach me nothing. <laughs> Do you have any, uh, you know, positive experiences in high school? Uh, I learned how to drive. But when I learned how to drive, I was already driving because my mom thought a permit was a driving license. So I would say, hey, mom, I got my driver's license. Let me have your car. And I would drive her car to driver's ed. Until they caught me and said, if you do that ever again, you're not getting kicked out of driver's ed. It seems like you don't really uh, fare for education systems. Is that uh, I can go on with my college education, but we'll have to save that for another for another episode. I admit, you don't want to give any no, no, I have meant, meant, meant much too much to say and it would take m way longer than this podcast would allow. I, I'm sure uh, this podcast allows as much time as you need. I know, but my battery now is on 12%, and I'm, I don't have the battery power to keep going, don't I? Okay. Well, thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it out. I'm gonna cut it out. <laughs> was that good? That was good. All right. All right. Go enjoy your po yeah. podcast. Cut that part out.